Welcome into another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 7th, as we record our WSN podcast for this week. Into the heart of the spring football schedule. Several sports in the spring season are on to postseason play or, or shortly on to postseason play. Every sport except for football will have some kind of tournament series in this alternate fall slash spring season, whatever whatever you want to call it. But uh, we're going to spend today talking about some football-related items. And in just a little bit, we're going to bring on our guest for this week, head coach Shane Abregovich, the coach at Lamira, uh, their football team off to a great start. Talk to him a little bit about this season how the spring season came about and, and went for them, and, you know how they arrived at this point, talk about their uh, their turf field at Lomira and what that's uh, meant for them and, and how nice that's been, especially here in the springtime, and get a little insight on this year's edition of the Lions, which is a very, very impressive team. In fact, they were one of the teams that I saw last week uh, set on, on a, uh, a football road trip week. Uh, Wednesday, I was in Lomira. For their uh, couple of games in the Flyway Conference uh, there, Mayville took on May, uh, North Fond du Lac in, in one handily, a running clock, and then Lamira handed it to a pretty solid ripping team, uh, another running clock. That was a theme for my games last week, but I was very impressed both with Mayville and Lamira, two outstanding teams, that Flyway Conference looking very, very tough. You've got unbeaten uh, Mayville, unbeaten Amro, unbeaten Lamira. And then, of course, St. Mary Springs at 1-1. One one. Took it on the chin in Week 1 against Amro, but dominated last week in a crossover game against a pretty solid Winnebago Lutheran team. So looking forward to how the rest of this season uh, plays out in the flyaway. Again, uh, really, really strong conference this year. So that was Wednesday. Made the trip over to Lamira, a place I'd never been. Uh, a, a pretty new field. I think this is the second year that their uh, that their turf field has been open, or maybe it's been a couple years uh, beyond that. I can't remember. Thursday uh, was a fun day. Three games on Thursday of last week. I headed up to Cashton first, uh, first time at Cashton, as I watched the Eagles and uh, Riverdale. Then headed over to Wisconsin Dells, where Royal was playing New Lisbon. Neither of those games was very close. Uh, Cashton and Royal won in dominating fashion. Thursday night, picked up my son uh, Brock, a nine-year-old son, on the way back from the Dells to Waniwak as I watched Waniwak Weston and Kickapoo Lafarge in an eight-player game. And that was a, a, a pretty fun one, the most competitive game I saw last week. Kickapoo Lafarge ended up winning that one by a couple scores, uh, and it was uh, good to see. Uh, I know a lot of people at both of those communities. In fact, my nephew uh, plays for Kickapoo Lafarge. Friday night, made a trip up to Arcadia, took my other son, Brett, a 12-year-old son up there, head coach Derek Updike and his crew got a nice win over Black River Falls, uh, thanks to uh, to Coach Updike and also to uh, Bruce Schweistel, the, the athletic director there at Arcadia, and, and thanks to all of the uh, the coaches and ADs uh, for, for welcoming me on, uh, on those games last week. It was great uh, at the Cashton game, met up with DeSoto head coach Ev Wick, Ithaca coach uh, Chad Clary, and my old high school coach, Jim Harris, who's now a assistant at Ithaca. Got to watch that game with those guys, catch up with them. It was uh, really fun to, to catch up with them. Um, at Wisconsin Dells, their, uh, their superintendent, their district administrator, uh, Terry Slack, was nice enough to give me a little bit of a tour of their new facilities there. Incredible, incredible facilities at Wisconsin Dells. A brand new school they just built 
uh, just on the, the edge of town. Uh, got a chance to check out the weight room. The field house is incredible. They've got a beautiful uh, commons area. Um, and then their fields outside are amazing. A turf field for football. They've got a completely turf field for softball. Turf infield on their baseball field that's going in. And they're looking forward to, to getting started on some of those. Uh, finishing up some construction and some finishes. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, Mr. Slack said that um, they, they might play some games early in the season at, at Woodside and hoping at some point to get on those uh, on those fields uh, this year yet. But it, it's it's an amazing facility and, uh, you know, looking uh, looking forward to watching a lot of games over there at Wisconsin Dells. Um, so it was a great, great trip. I, I got a little little tired out Saturday. I was going to go to DeForest and and take in a game over there between Oregon and Janesville Craig in the morning. But uh just ran out of uh, ran out of steam, and it was a holiday weekend. Obviously, I was heading to my parents uh, on Saturday, so uh, decided to just uh, just get uh, get get some family time in a little bit earlier. Uh, but still got six great games, even though most of them were not very competitive. It was great to get out and see some of those games. Um, it was good to watch football. It's been it's been a good spring so far. If you've been following me on Twitter, you know that. Uh, both week one and week two, 95% of the games on the schedule got played. There's only been three cancellations, COVID-related, uh, the first each of the first two weeks. You know, if we compare that back to the fall season, there were some weeks that that it was below 70% in terms of the, the games that got played. So we're off to a great start, hoping that continues. People are, are taking the steps necessary to uh, to mitigate risk, be in a good spot. Obviously, our you know things are going better overall than they were in the fall at, at many times. Um, vaccinations ramping up, all that good stuff. So, hoping uh, hoping that positive momentum continues. We we get through with uh, very minimal interruptions and uh, and have an outstanding season. Just a minute though, we're going to talk with Shana Bregovich, the head coach at Lamira again. Uh, very impressed with his team, as as you'll hear me talk about. Uh, not only. Uh, up front, where I, I knew they were going to be strong, especially with Avery Johnson, a, a really elite two-way lineman that they have. But very impressed with the uh, the skill group that they have there at Lamira. Zach Dewhurst at quarterback. They've got a couple really nice, multi-talented offensive weapons. Um, Jesse Weber, Logan Neitzel, Lorenzi Johnson, Soft Gengler. Uh, those guys made some really, really nice plays uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, in the running game, in the passing game, um, impressive catches. It was it was fun to watch. That's a really good football team, and I, I can't wait to uh, to to see what happens with those those four top teams in the flyway. They haven't, uh, other than Amro beating Springs. You know, there's still a lot of good games left between Mayville, Amro, Lamira, and St. Mary's Springs. Uh, Lamira plays Springs next week, in fact, at Lamira. So that'll be a fun one. But without further ado, let's get uh, let's get to our interview with uh, head coach Shana Bregovich from Lamira. And as mentioned, our guest today on the WSN podcast is head coach Shane Shane Abregovich from Lamira, the head football coach over at Lamira. I got a chance, uh, as I mentioned earlier, to to check out not only Lamira's football team this year, but also their new-ish, a uh, couple years old now, uh, field turf stadium that they have there at Lamira High School, which is serving as one of the host sites for many of the games in the Flyway Conference this year. Beautiful facility. We're going to talk with uh, with Coach Abregovich about that as well. Coach, appreciate you taking some time on this uh, this busy spring football 
and school and everything else going on to uh, to join us on the WSN podcast. <laughs> well, thank you, Travis. It is an honor to be here. Really appreciate it. Well, before we we dive into things for uh, for this year for this spring season, I, I want to take a little bit of a step back and, and talk about you know how we arrived at this point and how specifically Lomira arrived at this point of playing spring football. If you could kind of walk us back to last fall when you know those conversations were going on at a lot of schools, including yours, about do we play in the fall? Do we move to the spring? What you know what will go into that? What was that time like? What went into that decision at Lomira to make that adjustment to the spring season? Well, it was very stressful. Uh, I'll be honest with you. My biggest worry was was that you know we've had one of the best teams I've ever been around, and uh, they're going to cancel football. We're not going to have anything at all. So there were there were a few tense uh, days, weeks in there where we did not know anything for sure. Um, our superintendent Bob Lloyd is a is a sports guy, and he is big time into sports. So. We had Bob in our corner. Bob assured me, no, we're going to play football, whether it's this fall or whether it's the spring, we're definitely going to have a season. Uh, what transpired next is I, I'm not really too sure about. I mean, I've heard this and I've heard that, but it looked like, um, you know, some of the schools just kind of decided that they were out. And our conference, the Trailway, or not the Trailway, excuse me, the Flyway Conference, um, opted out kind of all together. The superintendents all got together and just said, hey, we're moving it. Um, we're worried we're not going to have anything at all, so we're going to run it back to spring where at least we have a better chance of playing football. So that that's kind of what happened there. It was kind of, I think, a group decision with the superintendents of our uh, uh, flightway conference. So they, they make the decision to move to spring. What was the reaction from uh, the community and, and specific, specifically from the players when that decision was made? Uh, how, did, how did they take it? How did you, you know, communicate with that, that with them and, and try to keep them excited about football and looking forward to a spring option uh, that you know, you, you, I'm guessing you weren't quite sure was ever going to happen? Well, there was still that, you know, that, cloud looming over that they could pull this and cancel it at any time. And, um, you know, we watched the foot, the uh, fall football season really closely. And I have some good friends that coached in the fall and they had some trouble. Um, you know, they had teams canceling on a Wednesday before a Friday game and they had to scramble to find other games. So there was a lot of, um, uncertainty, you know, flowing around with what was going on definitely in the fall season. And, um, with us, it was almost kind of a relief. The kids were, Oh, you know, maybe we are going to get something now. You know, it seems like we have a better shot. The odds seem more in our favor. Does that make sense, Travis? It does, yeah. And and so what was that fall like? Is, you know, I don't know if you got to get to any games or if you kind of, you know, had to sit around and, and just kind of wait your turn. What what was fall like for you without high school football? You know, Travis, it was weird. Uh, this is my 34th year straight year of coaching football and not having football in the fall was like, uh, you know, a gut punch. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know what to do. I kind of fell out of football. I, I you know, I, it, it just kind of like I went into zombie mode and, and I was whiny about not having a season. And, and then I just kind of came out of it and I'm like, you know what, quit being a baby, get up and go do something. So I got up and I went some and watched some of my, my buddies coach and, and, you know, it felt like football, even though it was, screwed up and there were these new protocols and all these things going on once the kids got on the field it, it was football and it felt like football that uh it 
It felt like football. That was the response I got from a lot of coaches in the fall and in, in this early part of the spring season, as you said. Um, and as we talked about last week, uh, you know, it, it the the practices and the logistics stuff and all that is feels different in a lot of ways. But game time comes around and, it, and it's football and it feels like football. Uh, our conversation continuing with uh, head coach Shane Abregovich from Lomira. Uh, they're off to a two and zero start this season, so the uh, the the fall sports go off. You know, as you said, not without some hiccups, but we got through it. Winter sports come around. Uh, you know, some uncertainty there, but we got through winter sports. Uh, so, how do you get ready? What what things are different as you're getting ready for this spring season compared to a normal season that you're getting ready for in July and August? Well, the big difference is paperwork. Um, you know, we have to take temperatures every day. We have these sheets that we fill out. Um, you know, you got to ask them the questions about fevers, chills, and all of that sort of stuff. We have these sheets we have to fill out. The paperwork we have to fill out. We haven't had a bus trip, thankfully, yet, but the bus trips are, are going to be a different thing. You know, you have to social distance. We have to take more buses. We have to wear masks. Um, just getting high school boys to wear masks is sometimes a pain in the rear. So there have been some more work things and that sort of stuff. But, you know, when you boil it down, it once we get out on the field, all that stuff doesn't matter, and it kind of turns into high school football. So I guess that's about all I got on that one. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Lamira High School, along with uh, Rippins Field and then Kewaskum High School, are serving as the three primary locations for all of the games in the flyway uh, conference, which did add Ripon and Wapan for this spring season, uh, I I was uh, impressed with that decision to have that forward thinking ability to say, you know what, we're not sure what field conditions are going to be at a lot of these grass fields, so we're going to kind of take that element out of it. It turned out maybe that wasn't a huge deal. Uh, we've gotten pretty nice weather this spring, but we could have had you know, six inches of snow on the ground a week or so ago. Um, you know, what, what went into that decision and, and uh, you know, how, how nice is it for you guys to have that facility where not only can you host those games, you know, for the other teams, but just for you guys to have that knowledge that we can practice, we can play, we don't have to worry about field conditions necessarily. Travis, I cannot thank the taxpayers and our principal over at Lomira High School for the job they've done putting together that facility. That is an incredible advantage and an incredibly gorgeous facility. You know, the biggest problem we had this spring was we had all that snow. There were piles of snow out there. So uh, our janitor, Sean, was like, you know, how are we going to plow a turf field without tearing it up? Because if you look on YouTube, there's videos of people bringing out snow plows, and it absolutely wrecks those fields. So he came up with a plan. He put PVC pipe on the bottom of a snowblower, and those guys went out there, and they worked their butts off. Our janitorial staff at Lomira is fantastic. They snowblowed, snowblowed that entire field, traps. I mean, there were piles 10 feet high after they got done. So the next step was, well, now we got to get the bleachers cleared. And uh, the snow drifted, blew off the school, and we had chest-deep snow up in those bleachers, and the bleachers are narrow. So you can't get a normal shovel, and you can't take a normal shovel in there because it's aluminum, and if you take in a steel shovel, you'll damage it. If you throw salt on it, you'll damage it. So we racked our brains. We were coming up with all kinds of community ideas. We're going to get 200 kids down there, and we're going to shovel. We had a lot of crazy ideas. 
thankfully the weather turned good and it all melted and it turned out really well for us. Absolutely. Uh, warm weather to, to melt that snow was a uh, certainly a, a godsend for, for everybody uh, this spring that was uh, wanting to play football or any of the other high school sports. So we've got the season underway. You guys are off to an impressive 2-0 start. You're up to uh, sixth this week in the WSN Small School Coaches Poll. As you said, one of the better teams at Lamira in quite some time. Tell us a little bit about this year's edition of the Lions. Well, last year our season ended, um, you know, on a big surprise note. Um, we went in and we played Lake Country Lutheran, the eventual state champions, and we played them really well. We took them into overtime. Uh, they did not score a touchdown in regulation on us. They kicked two field goals on us to send it into overtime, which eventually they ended up beating us 13-6 to in overtime. But it kind of switched uh, a light on for our kids where it's like, hey, you know, we're, we're really not that bad. We're really a very good football team. And so that whole, uh, that game and, and the momentum behind it just carried right over into this season. I mean, we had, we had more kids out than we've ever had since I've been there. Um, and we had more involvement, lifting, commitment. It's been a fantastic, um, you know, spring and fall trying to get all these kids ready, but it was much easier when kids believe they've got something big dangling. We're going to talk about uh, your standout player, the one that, that a lot of people might know best, Avery Johnson, uh, in, in just a minute. But I have to tell you, Coach, when I was at your game the other night, I was very impressed with the skill kids that you have. Zach Dewhurst at quarterback, Logan Neitzel, Jesse Weber, Soft Gengler, Lorenzi Johnson. You've got a pretty talented group of skill kids, and a couple of them are, are pretty young as well. Uh, that you know can can do some things offensively and and are solid defensively. That's that's a strong group for you guys at those skill spots. Hundred percent in agreement with you. Um, those kids, I couldn't be more happy with them. Their commitment, you know, especially in the weight room. You know, I used to have to pull teeth sometimes to get kids in there, and now they're beating down the door to get in there, and it shows. I mean, we've got some really strong athletic kids, and it's it's working out really well. Um, you know. So uh, again, Avery Johnson was was probably your star player coming into the season. A two way lineman, uh, an all state selection in the past. Uh, you know, one of the better linemen in the state of Wisconsin. I think he's he's listed at six two or six three, two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty pounds, something like that. Um, when I saw the the game that you guys had the other night uh, against Rippin. Just a, a monster in the backfield, getting penetration constantly. Took on double and, and often triple teams uh, defensively. Um, tell us a little bit about Avery, and uh, you know, committed to Southwest Minnesota State. But as I, I tweeted out the other night, I, I think some D1 schools missed the boat a little bit. <laughs> well, we really appreciate that. Um, this uh, it may sound cliche, I don't even care, but he is a phenomenal young man phenomenal young man he's one of the top 10 in our school um, our principal Deb Yonke is pulling him down to talk to kids about getting their stuff together I've used him in my junior high classes to come down and say hey fellas we need to get our stuff together but um, finish drills example of um, everything you would want in a leader phenomenal young man he uh, you couldn't ask for a better kid so we've got uh, Lamira on the schedule this week, and then St. Mary Springs, or excuse me, Wapon this week, and then St. Mary Springs coming up in, in a couple weeks here. Uh, you know, what are what are your thoughts on 
the possibilities for for Lomira challenging Springs' domina uh, domination of the flyweight, and also uh, Amra's off to a very good start. Mayville's undefeated. So as you as you look over the rest of the year and in, in the flyweight in general, what are what are your thoughts? There are no easy weeks in the flyway. Um, this Wapan football team, which is our sole focus this week, we're dialed in on them, is a vastly improved football team. Um, they've got some big, strong kids. Their quarterback is a nice runner, nice thrower, good wide receivers, couple of decent, strong linemen. Um, we're worried about them. That's our number one thing right now is we have to take care of business against Wapan. Now, down the road, it's always fun to play Bob Highland in, in Springs. Um, it's a lot better when you have a team that can compete with him, but um, we're looking forward to it. Well, Coach, it's it's been a great start for Lamira. It's been uh, you know some twists and turns to get here, but we're playing football. You're playing football. You're playing some outstanding football, and uh, really looking forward to seeing what happens with Lamira the rest of this season and uh, going forward as you continue to build that program. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us, Head Coach Shane Abregovich, the uh, the head coach at Lamira. Coach, best of luck this week and the rest of the season, and hopefully we'll catch up with you uh, again at some point this year. Travis, I can't thank you enough. It's been a been a big honor, and we really appreciate everything that you do for the kids of this state. You do a great job. Thanks a lot. All right. Sounds good, Coach. Your check's in the mail. Expect it uh, in a couple of weeks there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've already got it spent, Travis, but thank you. I right. appreciate that. Sounds good. He's head thank coach you. Shana Bregovich, our, uh, our guest on the WSN podcast, and uh, we'll be back with more. So there you have it. Great stuff from Coach Abregovich as, uh, as he checked in with some great perspective on how things went you know, last year, how things are going this year, and, and some insight onto his team. Uh, really appreciate him, appreciate him taking some time to join us, and uh, looking forward to catching up again. Maybe I'll, I'll get to Lamira again for one of their doubleheaders. We'll see. I've, I've kind of plotted out my uh, my game schedule for the net, for the rest of the this spring season. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll make it uh, make it in or fit it in, but uh, we'll, we'll see. So great facility, and, and again, great opportunity to see a couple games there at Lamira. But that'll do it for this week. Uh, appreciate you joining in here. Uh, this has been a Wisports.net podcast. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you at a game. <laughs>